Welcome to Learn Something New. I'm Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show is produced by my dedicated duo of student interns in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our Brianna Meza and Emily Martin, thank you ladies for the stellar work that you do each week on the show. I am very pleased to welcome back the founder and director of the Scrap Gallery, Ms. Karen Riley. Welcome back, Karen. Thank you, Joan. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. So for those who have been living under a rock, because you really <laughs> you really would have you you would have to be living under a rock to not to not know about the scrap gallery. Give us the uh, uh, little of how long you've been in operation and what you do. Okay, sure. So the scrap gallery is the student creative recycle art program, and we've been around since uh, for about twenty years. And we do um, environmental education through um, art. So we take a creative um, way to link art, the environment, and activism for our students. So we work with students all over the valley, all ages. Um, and we, like I said, we've been around about over 20 years. And we go all over. They either come to us or we go to you. I, I kind of, Karen, I think it's been longer than 20 years because um, I... Oh, sure, I was, yeah, a little bit longer than 20, yeah. I was at the newspaper like 23 years ago, and I, I've, I've known Karen since the very beginning. And I remember covering the scrap gallery when you... So I think... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's been a little bit longer and it's been it's been really fun and exciting to witness the growth and the great work that you are doing uh, pretty much. I mean, we'll get into it. I don't know if you have any volunteers, but I think you're pretty much a, a <laughs> solo operation over there and doing and the education that you're providing through some fun and creative projects is is really unique and great. And I'm sure that over the years you've been recognized, you haven't, you should be for um, for for doing this kind of work because it's it's in you know saving our environment through recycling is more and more important all the time. And you were you kind of started doing that before it became fashionable. I mean, now we all have to pay 10 cents if we don't use our recyclable uh, bags. Right, and, right. Um, and, you know, that's only been, I don't know how long, I lose track of time as we get older, it goes faster and faster, but it's probably only been like less than 10 years. Oh, definitely, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, the you've been in for, a really long time. How, how did you come up with the idea? Um, actually, there was a group of us, um, uh, actually all female, all women from the desert. And we had gone to this really um, cool, exciting place in Santa Barbara where they were um, getting materials from businesses and manufacturers. 
And then they were, um, they had a space where they sold those things and they were encouraging people to use it for art. So we got the idea from going to that facility and we knew there was nothing like that down here in um, the Valley. So um, at the time I went to the County Supervisor, Roy Wilson, and told him, you know, talk to him and we had this crazy idea and he found us some space in India and the rest is kind of history. Well, it, it was, you know, as I said, I was kind of right there yep. as first started. And I know that you, you really, I don't think you really like that I bring this up every time you're, um, <laughs> you're on the show. But I'm going to do it again because um, my long-term memory is great and my short-term memory is awful. And um, as I get older, it, it gets worse. Ask me about yesterday and I'm very fuzzy, but ask me about 23 years ago and I'm crystal clear. And the piece that you're talking about that you started at was at the um, the fairgrounds. Yes. Um, and you, you did, you had kids coming in there, you know, all the time on field trips and you probably also had some some hours where they could just come on their own but Correct. one of the things that i loved 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 every year <laughs> <laughs> for several years during the um the day festival was coming over to your space and seeing that uh volkswagen that old volkswagen that uh, did, no longer ran was uh, just became uh, the, like the centerpiece of the space there you came in was able to just add their own artwork onto that um that yeah, and it was yeah. so much fun and uh, what did you end up doing with it well we actually that actually that car was from a scrapyard and then it became a big uh, art piece a uh, kind of an assemblage kind of sculpture thing that people added more scrap to and then once it was covered with scrap, it went back to the scrapyard and it got recycled. So everything got recycled. Well, that's great. That's yeah. It was a very unique idea and a lot of fun. And I bet I'm not the only one who calls attention to it to you every once in a while. Oh, I thought you were yeah. gonna I, actually what I thought you were gonna say is we also had a, a bale of tin and we we had a thing where people had to guess try and guess what the weight was and i thought you were going to say that because people didn't think it was solid and they would always come up to it and kick it and we thought it was funny because yeah it's solid 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 steel yeah yeah i remember you know what i remember that too that didn't have as much of an impact on me as the, the bw did but so okay so moving forward now yes. you do you do have Space in Cathedral City, right? Yes, we're on um, Perez Road. We have a gallery and we have our warehouse where we collect materials from businesses and um, encourage them not to throw these things away so they don't end up in the landfill. And then we repurpose them. We turn them into art. Very, very cool. And, and one of the, and of course, the main reason that you are here is um, not just because of the going for the community as a whole, but because of the great work that you're doing with our kids in Palm Springs Unified. And that also has a long history. I mean, we, we, we um, the better part of the day, if we went through 
all the years and all the projects that you've done with our kids. <laughs> but so instead of doing that, we let's focus on the current situation. And I know that there isn't a formal partnership with our um, visual and performing arts department this year, but despite that, you you're doing work in um in our classrooms with our kids because you are a youth service america lead agency yes. so it, describe what that is and tell us about some of the projects you have going on sure um so there's about 40 organizations around the country that were designated um a lead agency for the youth service america so we are um doing projects with um, kids, well, all over the country, but for us, we're doing it throughout the Valley and doing service projects, um, project-based learning projects, and ours are all related to the environment. So we're doing at uh, Nellie Kaufman Middle School, um, we're working on, uh, we did a project for 9-11, um, we did kits, seed kits for um, veterans, and they had poppies and all that kind of thing. Thing and we did a flag project. Um, we're also planning on um, our annual walk for water, which we haven't been able to do, but we hope to do it this year. And that's about water conservation and global water awareness, um, what's going on. So we do, we're doing that with uh, middle schools. And then- um, Wait, before you, before yeah, you go on, I, the story about the walk for water is is pretty interesting. So explain yeah, that, uh, the concept and and what the um, educational piece of it is. Right. So um, the United Nations has does it has a has a sustainable development goals, and one of those is um, clean water. Um, and uh, so we take that goal. And we created this event called um, the Walk for Water 6K. And it's um, planned by the students at Nellie Kaufman. And it's usually on a Saturday and it's a walk, you do a 6K. But the um, interesting part about it is to um, talk and raise awareness about global water issues. You can put on a backpack and we will fill it with liters of water so you can get an idea of what mostly women and children in countries around the world have to do to get water at least once a day. So you, you have an idea of what that takes. And sometimes it's usually it's not even clean water. So there's a lot of issues re regarding water and water conservation. So that's part of it. So you're learning about what's going on with water um, around the world and here and things that you can do to help. And in addition to that, at that event, we have um, different projects that the students have been working on or experiments, and they share those with the public. So it's open to the public, everything's free, um, and it's really a great event. And do you have a, do you have a, a, a tentative date for that at this time or not yet? Not yet. It's, um, depends on what the school wants, if they want to do it before or after the spring break. It's usually okay. around Earth Day, which is in April. Gotcha. Like, isn't, is it April 1st or is it like the first? 
uh, Earth Day is April 22nd. April 22nd, okay. Yeah, yeah. It gotcha. depends on when uh, the spring break falls. And you always, always like do something for yes. Earth Day. Like it, usually in addition to this, this walk. Yes, yeah. We like always I, a couple years ago, I was at Cathedral City Elementary and you planted trees and so there's always something. Yeah, there's always something. Um, yeah, we did uh, last year, we did a lot of um, projects related to pollinators and we had a big donation of seeds um, related to pollinators so we could um, distribute those through our um, kits that we've been doing. If we can't go on site, we make kits for the kids to do or um, we'll do Zoom projects too. So yeah, we, we try and, if we can't go on campus yet, we have ways to do projects with the students. Yeah, you are, you know, along with a lot of other organizations, but I think, again, you were at of creativity and imagination when it came to trying to do um, fun and educational projects during COVID when, you know, there was no interaction, like right, right, right at the beginning. I think you were first out the gate on a an online art project and uh, you, you've done several projects to keep the kids engaged and focused on the mission. And it's it's been, you, you've been wonderful, Karen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, we were, we knew or let's say I knew that uh, right away that uh, kids were going to need projects. Um, if if we couldn't get things to them, we started uh, on our website and on Facebook. We put together projects that oh here find this at home and you can do mm -hmm. that. You could like we did a lot. We do, we still do a lot of virtual just so we can get um, kids involved. And it it what it happened was. We got kids from all over the world involved, which we can wow. share that with other kids. And so, you know, it kind of made those connections to show that, yeah, we're all in this together and we can solve environmental problems despite what's going on. We still have to think about these things and let's get creative about it. Well, and, you know, that's I always um, whenever I have guests on the show, I try to ask them to reflect on silver linings because uh, this has been horrendous and mm -hmm. you know our kids will be will we be paying the price for a long time in you know catching up and dealing with the the isolation issues but um, this is certainly one of those silver linings and and shows what you can do and and like those connections that you've made, and kids have made with other kids, you know, in other parts of the, not only the country, but the world yes. that would, you know, and that, and that's happened in, in various capacities, you know, um, forming bands with, you know, virtual bands right. with, with, you know, with people that you would have never met otherwise. And sometimes those connections last and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's very cool and it's very important. We, um, we're we not, uh, you talked about being isolated. We're all 
you know, in this together, we have to work together to solve problems. I mean, I think that's become pretty obvious. If you didn't think that before, you should, hopefully you, you know that now. So, uh, you know, we tend to, to live in our little vacuums and, you know, maybe we think about our community outside of school and maybe we think about the Coachella Valley. Even venture to think about the state or and when it comes to something like COVID, this was yeah. this is all of and we're all dealing with the same issues. And it you would ever thought that something like that would happen, but it makes you realize that we are all in this together, although that's become a cliche. It's the right, truth. Right. It is the truth. I mean, there's no one, no one could escape COVID. Right. You know? So it impacted everyone. And um, it's just one of the things that we need to deal with and solve it. And the same with uh, environment as far as climate change. We're all impacted by that. Yeah. So it's it's all it's all connected. It does sound I know it sounds cliche and sometimes people turn it off. Maybe we need to find a better phrase for it, but it yeah. is true. It is true. You know, and and I have to say I'll admit to it right here that I am one of the people that didn't believe that climate change was a really even a thing and oh, that <laughs> it was you know like invented by um, by liberals and, and all that stuff. And I'll tell you what, there's no way that you can deny it. I, I don't care what your politics are. Right. Thing. We, here we are in, in recording this show in December and it's threes and that, that doesn't just happen. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's become a commonplace and, it's um it's it's real and if there's there are things that we to help you know with making it worse then we need to right so there's so, things we do individually collectively um yeah we need to do all of that because it is real and it's it's december and it's going to be 87 degrees today yeah right i know we're still wearing sandals. We're not wearing shoes yet. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy and it's real, and um, I, I don't want to lose sight though of talking about some of the great programs and projects you have going on with our kids. And you are also um, and which our kids. You're a member of the Cathedral City Evening Rotary Club. Is uh, evening right? Are you right? Evening, evening, evening. Rotary. Yes. So um, you recently did a project with um, our uh, kids at Sunny Sands yes. with, um, with books and getting them books right before they went on winter break. Tell us about that. Yes. So um, we've worked with Sunny Sands Elementary um, throughout the years, and then I do projects through Scrap Gallery. So um, what we did for um, right before winter break is um, we purchased books for every student, 665 students. Everyone in the school um, received a book. We worked with the librarian, Donna Glass, and 
selecting the books and then the kids came in, selected the book they wanted to take with them before they went on their winter break. And they also got an activity kit from the scrap gallery. So they have a book as a gift, that's their book and activities to do throughout um, throughout the time they were on their, their break. Cause I know like after like a couple of days, it's like, oh, what am I gonna do? You know, right. you can read a book and you can do some activities. And recycle so, at the same time. Were these were these books? Um, are they like age appropriate books? Did everybody yeah, get the yeah. same book? Yeah, because um, Donna, the librarian, she selected all the books. Yeah, so she she worked on which books were for what grade level. Yeah. Definitely. So you so the Rotary Club paid for those books. Yes, we purchased all the books. Very cool. Um, that that's a project that the um. The Palm Springs Noon Club with um, with Coea Elementary, which is their adopted school, for several years, and I always thought that was really cool. So it's really nice that, yeah. that you guys did something similar this year, and then threw in a little gift from the scrap gallery yes. too. Very and awesome. Our, and Joan, our goal for our Rotary is to be able to do that for every Cathedral City Elementary School to purchase um, maybe quarterly, depending on our fundraising efforts. But our goal is to to hit every elementary school in Cathedral City and do the same thing. Wow, that's a, that's a very lofty. <laughs> Books are not cheap. I mean, I'm sure you're working out something to try to get them at a discounted rate, but yeah. Yeah. still in all that, that is, that's fabulous. That'd be, really really awesome and i and i think we can do it i'm pretty sure we can do it yeah well you're 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 a great group and that is actually one of the few service organizations that i think has grown over the past couple of years like where you your club small and when we yeah. um, we came to speak we meaning um i was just there for the ride but one of our board members a couple months ago and the superintendent came i mean i was impressed yeah. with the growth of the club so that's really great it was probably the efforts of the past president no i'm kidding <laughs> to you yeah to have it to oh, me. okay um <laughs> so one other thing i want to talk about you recently did it's, it's not that recent anymore because the time again goes by so quickly but a couple of did a uh staff development project in conjunction with um with riverside county office and tell us about that. Uh, oh, I did. Yes, I did. Um, so working with Louisa Higgins, um, yes, we did a project, uh, staff development, um, working with uh, teachers from different schools. And uh, obviously mine was about incorporating um, environmental education and recycling into an art project. So um, we did a pro I did a project with them called um, more um, plastic in the ocean than fish because by the year 2050, it's, it's um, estimated that there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish. Because, oh my God. Yeah, it's awful. Because of our um, consumption of plastic and not taking care of that trash. So we did a project where everyone, um, made fish out of uh, plastic that I had picked up 
um, in a cleanup from uh, a beach cleanup. And so we could talk about what kind of pieces that they were using and how long they last and how plastic people think, uh, yeah, plastic, it'll break down, but it doesn't go away. It'll break down and get very small, but it's still dangerous. It's still toxic in the ocean. And if you eat fish, you're eating plastic. So it's a way to incorporate all that and think about ways that you can um, lower your plastic consumption or eliminate it if you if you possibly can and and teach that to your students. So that was the project we did in staff development. Yes. Oh, and very important for sure. Yeah. So they had fun. you have fun when you do it. Yeah. I mean, you're sticking your hand in a bucket and like you're pulling out a plastic toy that, you know, it's never going away. Most plastic is not recyclable. There's this myth that plastic is recyclable. Most of it is not. Yeah, and it has to go where it ends up and, and the, the poor fish are the ones that are getting hit and in turn us, because like yeah. you said, you know, I never thought about that, but if, you, if you're eating the fish that are plastic then you're eating plastic you're and eating plastic. yeah yeah very very powerful important so before we run out of time um the scrap gallery itself do you i know in different times you did a lot of field trips and that's probably not happening yet because i know in our district we're not doing field trips yet not till you give me the word no not yet um, hopefully this spring, you know, it depends on what happens with these variants and all yeah. of that stuff, but hopefully we can trip soon. So is the, is the gallery open to the public at all, or do you trips? No, we're open to the public. Um, after, we're going to be doing some Saturdays, um, and we have a space that's large enough, but we also are able to pull tables outside, you know, for people if they feel more comfortable that way. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of projects going on for the public. And we also do this thing called Mask Monday. So we have curbside pickups every Monday from 8 to 11, no matter what. You can pick up a free kit. You don't even have to come in. Um, so yeah. we. we oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, what's your website where people can get more information? Scrapgallery.org. Easy, easy, easy. It's the way it sounds. Gallery.org. Perfect. Yes. Karen, how are you funded? And uh, uh, you need donations. Yes, we're a nonprofit, uh, so we get all our funding from grants. And foundations, uh, donations are always appreciated. Any little thing helps. Um, we're pretty um, fiscally, we don't spend a lot. Most of our uh, funds go to just salary, um, rent, and glue. Lots of glue. <laughs> okay, so um, can they donate through the website as well or? Yes, yes. Okay. All right, and then um, do you do you have any volunteers? Do you have a need for volunteers? Yes, we always, you know what? We have a need for volunteers because when we do these kits, 
we're making like a thousand at a time. It's not, uh, you know, oh, we need 10 kits. We're making like kits for entire schools. Like right now we're in the process of making kits for one school and we need to make uh, 750 kits. So we have people come in and do the assembly line and help us. So we have all kinds of opportunities and we, and we are doing outdoor events. So we, if there's a special event, we, we could do that too. Okay, Karen at scrapgallery.org is yeah. the email address, and, and the website is scrapgallery.org. And, and Facebook, Instagram, it's Scrap Gallery. Super easy. Awesome. Karen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the great work that you're doing. And of course, we'll have you back soon. Oh, thank you, Joan. I love working with you and Palm Springs Unified. You know that. Anytime, anytime you need us at Scrap Gallery, we're here. Yes, Scrap Gallery and the Cathedral City Evening Rotary also. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for joining us. If you learn something new every day, a new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Brianna. Thank you again, Karen, and we will see you next week.